The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Welcome to PR Insider. As the man said, I'm your host, Maureen Kettis, and we are on Voice America Radio Network's business channel. We are sponsored by Cision, and I want to thank Cision for signing up again for another 13. You can visit them at Cision.com. Obviously, they're getting a lot out of the show, so that's wonderful. Um, Today's all about learning, because I've got an expert on today who um, was initially a full-time journalist, and as we've learned as our shows progress, the journalism really helps the publicist, and we're going to talk about that. He's a veteran PR counselor who's often asked by members of the news media to comment on news involving PR issues. He's a longtime member of the Society of Professional Journalists, the American Society of Journalists and Authors, and the National Association of Science Writers. He's also an author himself. Karuba maintains an Internet site for his professional practice at Karuba, C-A-R-U-B-A dot com. Welcome, Alan Karuba. Well, that's a lovely introduction. (laughs) Even I was impressed. And lovely. Um, so uh, tell me about, you know, I was looking at your site and I thought, this is like such a great learning site for clients to use. Well, thank you. It, and, it really is intended to be educational. Yes. And it gets, uh, I don't know how many hits a month, but it gets a lot of them uh, as people go there, uh, mostly directed there by Google, uh-huh. uh, for information on various aspects of uh, public relations, right down to issues involving uh, what to do in a crisis, or why your PR program might not be working for you, and a variety of other elemental uh, aspects of public relations. Yeah, and you know, one of the things, um, one of the the articles on there that struck me as interesting was you had this sort of like, if your PR campaign is not working, it's actually your own fault, meaning you're talking to the client. Yeah. And um, so can we talk a little bit about that? What are some of the you know, improvements a client can make, and what are some of the mistakes the client makes when you say it's not the publicist's fault, basically? And I'm sure our listeners would love to hear that because they're all hardworking publicists. Well, I think the biggest problem is that um, most clients really are not uh, clued into the fact that the news cycle these days is 24-7. It goes on every day, and uh, it goes on every hour of every day. And the result is that if there is breaking news in the United States or anywhere in the world that is related to something that the client is involved with, uh, they have to be ready to respond. Uh, I have had clients that, uh, you know, had the New York Times call them up and they just either put them on hold or just didn't get back to them. And, uh, it, it, you know, for a publicist, that, that's like uh, tearing your hair out. To, yes. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, considering the lost opportunity. Or you know you create a um, you know a, a radio tour, and they oversleep. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't uh... So the live drive-by guys are now pissed off at you, pissed off at your client, and then you have to take the fall for the client because you can't make the client look bad to the media. Yeah, it really uh, it really is essential uh, for a client engaged in any kind of activity to be ready to answer the phone. And uh, if if invited to do a TV appearance, uh, to get in the car and go there, right? Uh, it's it's it really is amazing to me. And uh, these are in, uh, lost opportunities that just, as you point out, are never regained because the media has a long memory for people that uh, stiff them. Right. And now, the other major thing that clients uh, fail to do is is to do anything that's newsworthy. You know, I mean, granted, they're in business to do whatever it is that uh, they do to make a profit, but they often resist uh, or just don't understand that 
it's 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 called news because you're supposed to be doing something new uh, and and presumably something useful and interesting and interesting. Yes, there's a there's a word worth uh, <laughs> emphasizing. So failing to do anything newsworthy is, is important, and and that goes right down to the local community level. Mm-hmm. You know, sponsor a, a baseball team for, for the kids. Uh, do something you know, give that's a scholarship get to some worthy student. Do something useful. Right, and and use your publicist as a springboard. You know, sit down and brainstorm with your publicist and come up with something. And make time for that so that, you know, you have something interesting, right? I mean, to you know, just to – you can brainstorm and think of something like doing a – sponsoring the baseball team or whatever the creative thing is. And, of course, uh, the, the various holidays that occur throughout the year, change, uh, changes in the seasons, all these things are, are platforms for publicity in one fashion or another. Do you ever find that, that clients are sometimes – um, I don't want to say egocentric, but self-centric. In other words, they think that their story is the center of the universe and they fail to look at the big picture of what's going on in the world. Well, that's very true. And, and I think one of the things that uh, most people engaged in any activity fail to understand is that your story is just one among thousands entering the news stream uh, on, in, in any given hour of the day, uh, which brings us to the point of why you should hire a publicist uh, and a PR person to um, to uh, package the news story that you want to get out and also to put it out to, to the sources that are most likely to respond to it. Uh, just simply putting a news release out and sending it around, uh, uh, it, it just isn't enough. It, it needs a little elbow grease and, and someone working the phone and that kind of thing. Right, and then I think you you list your first um, uh, reason why it's you know it could be your fault is lack of communication. Can you mean, do you mean lack of communication with your publicist to let them know what's happening within your company, within your product service, or just a lack of communication? With oh, you're company? absolutely right. First of all, uh, if if your publicist or, or PR advisor simply doesn't know what's going on in your in your operation, they're they're helpless to to, to do anything for you. Uh, you know, they have to be very much a part of uh, whatever is, is occurring, and uh, this is particularly true in in terms of crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you like to be that peanut company that uh, turned out that they weren't paying attention to uh, uh, pest control, mm-hmm. and uh, they suddenly found themselves with a salmonella crisis on their hands? Well, the, the publicist can't make the, the crisis go away, but he can he can at least explain it to the mm-hmm. press and uh, maybe shift the blame a little bit because obviously the pest control company that was servicing that that peanut uh, uh, producer uh, really wasn't doing a good job. So there are, there, there's all kinds of ways to deal with a crisis, uh, and, but failing to respond to, uh, to the press uh, is probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah, and I think it's happened to every publicist with almost every client, unless you have a client who's really on the ball and understands the whole PR game. Um, because, you you know, I think you, you as the client need to start thinking like a publicist. In other words, what am I doing every day? What's going down the pipeline in my own company or with my own product right. that could be of interest? And then you call, and not being afraid to communicate, like you said in the very first rule of thumb, communicate. Well, uh, I think most publicists and PR firms are underutilized, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Uh, simply because the clients are understandably focused on their own uh, activities. But, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't see that there's any activity of any kind, any endeavor, any cause that uh, can function or, or succeed without good public relations. Let me ask you, because you were talking about crisis PR, um, what... Why are pe- why are pe- most people unprepared, and in what ways can they better prepare themselves? Well, I think we're all, it's human nature, we're all unprepared for a crisis. We're all unprepared for a sudden death in the family or something of that sort. <clears throat> for companies, uh, they tend, uh, and here it's human nature again, they tend to be aware that there's a problem brewing. You know, there's always somebody within the company who, you know, files a report and sends it up a ladder in the food chain and says, look, uh, we're going to, we're, we're running into certain, uh, 
difficulties here or we're, we're being accused of this or that. Uh, human nature is, uh, the tendency is to want to ignore it and hope it goes away. And, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, it, it never goes away. And the next thing you know, uh, it's, it's suddenly on page one of the daily newspaper. Uh, at, at which point the company, if it has good PR, uh, has a, it has all kinds of data available about itself, its history, its products, its services, uh, you know, whatever it has to do to be certified and approved and all that kind of thing. It, most companies are caught totally flat-footed. Uh, and of course everybody is looking at the company president to, you know, say something intelligent to get them out of this fix. Right, and the, and the most important thing I think that we've learned on our show is to acknowledge the crisis and not pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's like PR 101, but you know, you can't imagine how many times clients are in a crisis and they go, "Well, let's just ignore the print." No, you got to no. say, "Yes, this happened," or "Yes," <laughs> and it, then this it, is what we're. Yeah, it will not go away, and if you ignore it, it gets worse. It just gets worse, and this is this just is repeated over and over again. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's a profit uh, a company that's in, in business for a profit or it's a non-profit operation, schools and what have you. Right. Well, we're going to have to take a break at that. But when we, we come back, I want to talk more specifically about some of your clients and some positive things, you know, secrets of PR success and, and, and spotting hype. And uh, you talked about a referral blast. I want to find out what you mean by that. And, uh, of course, our favorite topic, traditional versus new media traditional PR versus new media. And we will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, Radio to Thrive By. Cision's communication intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Pettis, and 
uh, we've been talking with Alan Karuba. You can find him at karuba.com. Lots of inf- useful information there. That's C-A-R-U-B-A.com. We're sponsored again by Cision. They just picked up another 13. Thank you, Cision. And as the man said, the night man with a nice voice during break, just email me, Maureen, at prinsider.biz, and I can uh, take a question. Last week, um, two weeks ago, we had Sally Kellerman on, and, and the, one of the listeners got a free CD. So go for it. Welcome back, Alan. Thank you. So I want to talk about, now during the break you were saying that um, most of your clients sort of like to keep things hush-hush and not say who they are. <laughs> not, not, I wouldn't <laughs> put it that way. Um, a lot of PR counselors like myself uh, tend to operate with clients on the same basis as a lawyer would, mm-hmm. uh, which is to say whatever they say to you is confidential. Mm-hmm. And um, because you need to be fully briefed on whatever is going on in a client's life. Um, in the course of that, those briefings and discussions, certain PR opportunities will emerge. Those are then, They then become more public. But uh, it's still important for a client to have uh, confidence in you and understand that anything they, they say to you is said in confidence. In a similar fashion, uh, I tend not to talk about which clients I have. Uh, because as often as not, I'm ghostwriting to make these people look very, very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> if and I do they, say they so are myself. intelligent. They just don't have the time to uh, do the op-eds and the commentaries yeah. and the magazine articles. They're busy people. They have their own careers. Right. So they so hire me. I wanted to ask, because I mentioned right before break, um, about referral blasting. And, you know, I haven't heard that term. I've been around for quite a long time now. I don't want to say how long. But um, we won't. We won't tell. We it. won't tell. Um, uh, that's very easy to answer. A referral br- blast is a um, a service uh, that is uh, available to any website there is. You can uh, it, it's applied to your website and it allows people to read something on your website and then send it to I think up to ten other people. Mm. It's a one a wonderful way of. of maximizing what uh, what uh, content you have on your site. Uh, I would basically just suggest people go to karuba.com mm-hmm. and uh, among the uh, posts uh, on the home page it says word of mouth and your website and it talks about re- referral blast and, and how it promotes traffic. Right. Uh, now, we're all concerned about that. Yes, exactly. Um, now, you, have, you talk about hype. How do yeah. you spot hype and <laughs> is hype Always bad. Well, I have a, a post on Karuba.com called How to Spot Hype. And it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, but um, uh, it, it's, and the media love this. Uh, it, 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 it's a news release that is addressed to a, an editor who died some years <laughs> ago. <laughs> it, it, it's something that comes in a cute package. Uh, it, it's... Uh, you immediately get a call asking if it arrived. The media hates all of this stuff. <laughs> and uh, it's, this is a whole list of uh, about 20 different things not to do. There's also another way to spot um, hype is if, if a, a news article refers to a, a new scientific study but doesn't tell you a whole lot about where you can you know, access that study and learn about it and see whether it's being reported accurately. Uh, if it's a news story about something that threatens all life on Earth, you can pretty much ignore that because it's bogus. <laughs> These stories have been written as, as from the days that newspapers were being published. Uh, a lot of what passes for news is, in fact, uh, deliberate scare campaigns, efforts to influence public opinion, public policy. Uh, we've been hearing about, what, global warming now for 20 years or more. And uh, in point of fact, the the Earth has been cooling for the last 10 years. Unfortunately, the mainstream media hasn't gotten around to telling us that. Well, that's controversial. (laughs) I won't even go there. It also is true. But um, let's talk about something about, you know, successful PR uh, stories, because you have on your website um, 10 secrets of PR success. What are some of those? Can we go through them? I don't see why not. It's okay. not a secret. People can actually go to the website. And, they're not really secrets. And they're out no, there. They're not secrets. Well, they're kind of secrets uh, if you don't know what they are. Right. And then if you do know, you 
keep them secret and you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's, here, I'll just go through the list. Okay. As, as quickly. Yeah, because people want to learn, so it's good. Right. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here uh, for. First of all, any public relations program that you put in place has to be completely integrated with all your other marketing communications. It has to uh, jibe with your advertising campaigns, with your direct mail, with special promotions, things of that sort. Uh, it, it's there to um, enhance whatever other activities you're doing to market your products or your services. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, long-term, long-term and long-range commitment. Uh, PR that only is uh, uh, undertaken on a, on a short-term basis, uh, uh, next week, next month, whatever, <clears throat> really doesn't work. You have to have a, a long-term commitment to PR. I and, totally and, agree with you on and that. And you build that up is... a recognition for the brand and for the product, whatever. Right. And, you know, sometimes, too, you, you know, you, you want to get national, but you have to start, you know, locally. Then you get a few things. You know, if you're starting Absolutely. from nothing. No, I have clients that have been with me since the 1980s. Wow. Which means I... That, you must be doing an awesome job because that is incredible. Well, uh, they understand the the basic principles uh, that uh, not not only a long time commitment, but it has to be, quite frankly, relentless. Right. (laughs) PR is not a one-shot deal. It, it, It has to go on. Uh, incessantly, because you're competing with all the other right. people and doing things comparable to what you're doing. Right. That's what I think clients don't understand sometimes too. Is that you know these journalists are getting unless you have something completely unique, um, these journalists are getting bombarded with stories. Like I used to represent a lot of plastic surgeons at the at the beginning of when plastic surgeons were having publicists, mm-hmm. and I noticed that you know they. Unless they were doing something new, but once the you know, Botox, the, once that story broke out, there's no more story in it. You know, exactly. You got to invent something new, otherwise it's very hard. So, um, okay, the number four on your list is um, is the full range of PR services. That's right. Uh, there's there's so many different ways to undertake PR, mm-hmm. um, and uh, with today's technology, it's it's, it's dazzling. Um, interestingly enough, I mean, let's let's just do a quick comparison. The the news release that was put in the mail and sent to the local newspaper editor was the the way things were done for years. Um, you'd send them a news release. You might pick up the phone a, a day or two later and ask if you'd like to talk about it or get set up an interview. But that was the way PR was conducted. It was a piece of paper in an envelope with a stamp sent to an editor or reporter doesn't work like that anymore. They are, as you said so accurately, deluged with email news releases. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I work in a quasi-journalistic quasi fashion mm-hmm. as a result uh, because I write, I write uh, a daily blog that is widely read, picked up and posted on uh, news and opinion websites. So I, I get tons of email, uh, and, it's, and, and much of it is news releases from various organizations and, and uh, it just it's just the volume of it is enormous which means by the way that if you're serious about promoting your product or service or your cause you better hire someone who really knows how to package the information because a lot of uh, the success or failure of a news release is how it looks right uh, and people people you know I'm an old journalist uh, and I can tell you that headline is is golden. Right, and now the subject line is golden. And the subject line. of your email, right? I mean, it is that's your basically your headline. Absolutely, the mm-hmm. subject line is is essential. Uh, how that's structured, what it says, uh, is so important these days that it's mind-boggling. So uh, these are things these are things that professional PR people do know and understand, which is why you know. If you don't know how to do it, you probably ought to you know, hire someone who can. Uh, the good, bad news is that there are an awful lot of out-of-work journalists these days. <laughs> now, and why is they that? will work for food. <laughs> <laughs> People like myself I'll tend, send tend, to, my, tend to want a little I'll bit more I'll send you a free dinner if you, if you 
do this story about my clients. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. Well, have you ever bribed a journalist? <laughs> no, I, I, I'll, uh, it's kind of interesting. That's an interesting question because my, my dad was a certified public accountant. My uh-huh. is now a retired CPA. And you know, the ethical rules surrounding that profession, uh, I, I just kind of absorbed that when I was a kid growing up at the dinner table. And I have always felt, and particularly when I became a full-time uh, professional journalist, uh, I always felt that the only rule, whether it's journalism or PR, is tell the truth. Mm. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's amazing. Well, what a breakthrough. Tell the truth. Right. You can never, the truth cannot come back and bite you. And unethical behavior will come back and bite you. Uh, like I say, a lot of I, I've known journalists for decades now, and they have long memories. And uh, someone who is not on the up and up and dealing in a, with them in an ethical fashion uh, does not get their calls returned. Right, that's right. They they know you because they trust you, and they've gotten to know. You know, I, I do things too sometimes where I won't contact someone for a year because there's, I mean, there's just no reason to bother them. Right. But they know when I finally do contact them and I think a story is right for their show or their their outlet, whatever it is, they know that it's they should take a look at it. Yeah. You're not, but the people that are constantly um, just doing the electronic stuff, and I think when we come back from our, our next break, I want to talk about sort of traditional versus new media. All right. But, um, I think the, the, the blasting out of stuff has lost its impact. So we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, after a word from our sponsor, we'll come back with more from Alan Karuba. This has been a good learning up-to-date business and financial news call now and get the financial information you need 866-472-5790 866-472-5790 the experts are here voice america business network Communication Intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. I-S-I-O-N.com. Are you tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision, on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider. We are sponsored by Cision. You can visit their website, us.cision.com. And if you just joined us, I'm your host, Maureen Kettis, and we're talking with Alan Karuba. You can find him at Karuba, C-A-R-U-B as in boy, A.com. Welcome back, Alan. I'm delighted to be back. We were having such a blast during the break, and then, you know, we came up the topic, you know, do you like your work? So how does the importance of liking your work, liking your clients, play into your career? Uh, I've always felt that if, if you're not having fun doing what you're doing, you're, you should go do something else. And a PR is a, a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's, it's a lot of satisfaction in taking a client that nobody knows about, never heard about, and moving them through the various cycles so that they uh, achieve some recognition and that uh, the bottom line is they make some sales, uh, they acquire new clients, whatever. It's, it's really fun to see a, a business grow. Uh, I, I have the view that uh, even if you have a small shop uh, on Main Street somewhere, uh, you should be doing PR. You should doing, be doing some publicity within your community, within the, your market area. Uh, the more people hear about you, the better. Uh, and, and people tend to, to overlook that or, or say, well, you know, we're, that, that's not our style. We're more low-key. No, no. We live in a society where publicity rules. And uh, just look at the way the, the mainstream media jumps on any particular story and just literally does it to death. Right. Well, is is PR then a, a 24-7 business or should always be? Oh, golly, yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, um, we touched on a number of things. Uh, in, we were talking before about the uh, post on my website called 10 Secrets of PR Success. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, we didn't get through all of them, so if someone wants to see that, they can find that on Aruba.com. I, I, I certainly recommend anybody who wants to get some insight and grasp of what PR is and what it does and how to conduct yourself in the process. Uh, this is, these are ten short items that will really give you a, what took me a lifetime to learn. But um, one of the things we mentioned was public relations is, is like the news cycle. It mm-hmm. goes on all the time. And uh, you have to be geared to to understanding that publicity is a good thing, unless, of course, you've been caught doing something criminal and then it's <laughs> not a good thing. But uh, generally, if you're engaged in, in providing good services, good products, mm-hmm. uh, you, you want to you be out there. You want to have some kind of an active PR Program. So it's oh, it's an integral part of your business. It, it, that's yeah, I couldn't have said it better. But is there um, is there such a thing as bad PR? Because you just mentioned like unless you have a criminal, you know, you do criminal. Is there bad uh, PR? Yeah, well, because, bad you know, PR you know, the old is, adage, no such thing. Bad PR is when uh, your public relations person or publicity agent is is annoying the living daylights out of uh, the media, <laughs> uh, and uh, you're getting negative feedback. Uh, of course. You might not know that until it's too late. Mm-hmm. But which here again, you know, you want to select a public relations consultant or counselor or PR firm. Uh, the, the way you go out and, and select your your next car or or next big item that you're going to purchase, uh, you need to do a little research and talk to a lot of people. Right. Uh, the best uh, the best way to know whether a PR firm is any good or not is referral. In short, uh, get on Google, uh, do a little research, see if there are good things being said about the individual or the firm. Uh, Talk to people who've worked with them before. Exactly. Talk to former clients or current clients. People will talk to you, and uh, Mm -hmm. you need to do this because uh, you're putting down down some good money, and you should uh, have a reasonable expectation that... uh, you're dealing with people who know what they're doing. Right. Uh, public relations is a field that doesn't require any licensing or certification. 
And a lot of people just kind of drift into it. Some of them are just inherently and instinctively good at it. A lot, a lot of them really uh, should find another right. profession. <laughs> so um, we were talking also during the break about, and it's kind of interesting that you had brought it up, about working with other PR firms. And I know when, when Voice America came to me for this show, and I've shared this story a couple of times, they said, oh, Maureen, we want you to do a show. We want, we, we want to talk about all the interesting clients you've had. And I thought, well, how boring is that? I'm going to yeah. sit around and talk about myself exactly. and just me on a show. And I thought, you know what? And then they said, well, why don't you have to do a show where you bring clients on? I thought, well, how boring is that? That's me pushing my clients, you know, which is what I do all day long. You want to talk about I want to talk wow. to other publicists. And I want to learn something. And I want to interact. And it's built my business because we're all now referring to each other. So tell me about your work with other PR firms and, and how you've integrated that into your uh, business model. Well, uh, I, I have basically one uh, talent, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that is that I'm a very good writer. Just one talent? That's one. it? Yeah. <laughs> I, bet you, I, I bet you your friends wanna, and family wanna, would say you have more than one. I'm not going to gussy it up. I can tell you have a great speaking voice. That's a great talent. Well, you know, it's, it's, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, back in 1984, I invented a media spoof called the Boring Institute. <laughs> and the Boring Institute began to put out news releases listing, the, at the end of the year, the ten most boring celebrities. That is hilarious. Uh, we would spoof the uh, Academy Awards with the ten most boring films of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, it, it was a, a number of events throughout the year. And I found myself doing, averaging a thousand radio interviews a year. Whoa. Based entirely on a media spoof. That's like about three a day. Uh, there were days I would literally, at the end of the year in December when I put out the list of the most boring celebrities, uh-huh. uh, I would sit by the phone and work my way through a schedule of uh, 20, 30, 40 different uh, radio interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not just the United States, we're talking about Japan, Australia, Great Britain, because American celebrities are international. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it was a lot of fun. It went on for about 20 years. And uh, I, I hate to say this, and I'm not being cute, I got bored with it. <laughs> you got bored with the boring list. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just uh, I was engaged in my professional practice in a lot of very serious issues, um, policies at the federal level and what you know what's going on in Congress and uh, legislation, things like that. So I, I eventually reached a point where I said, well, this has been fun, but I don't want to do it anymore. Right. But that's why I have a radio voice, because uh, <laughs> you because, uh, my mama and papa gave me a radio voice. That's what it was. Right. So, But I, I want to get back to also, I love that story. That's so funny. Um uh, working with other PR firms and, and how that... Oh, yeah. Um, it's like anything else in the business. Uh, people recognize your particular skills, and uh, they ask you to help them out. Uh, a lot of PR firms, I'm not saying all of them, but uh, there are PR firms that are very good at pitching business and getting clients, and then they really don't have the... Uh, back up in terms of the writing talent that's required uh, to package the information and put it out there in a fashion that will really work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have, I, I continue to work with uh, PR firms around the country uh, doing all kinds of interesting projects. I, I just finished uh, one not long ago, which was a, a four-part series on beef production and consumption. Now, I know that sounds <laughs> boring initially, but there's all you know the the people who who raise the livestock that eventually end up in the, your supermarket as nice steaks and chops uh, they are under constant attack and uh, of course there's the animal rights people that are always uh, after them uh, there there's all kinds of claims made about uh, beef producers yeah it's a complex issue it's it's very complex and then um uh, there's, there's, on the other end of the line, there are people saying, "Oh, don't eat beef; you'll give you a heart attack; you'll die." You know. <laughs> and, uh, so I put together a four-part series for one client, and um, it uh, received uh, pretty good dissemination. It was, uh, in fact, you can read it. Uh, you can actually read it on, on one of my websites. Uh, I founded in 1990. I founded something called the, the National Anxiety Center. 
And, uh, what is that? Let's talk about That's for people who are terribly nervous about everything. <laughs> and, that, uh, and you're sponsored? Pardon? You're sponsored by Prozac? No. <laughs> that's, a, that's one. Why didn't I think of that? Now, the National Anxiety Center is just a clearinghouse for information about scare campaigns. Uh-huh. And we live with them all the time. Uh, there are scare campaigns out there that, you know, intended to, you know, shouldn't eat this, you shouldn't drink that, uh, don't drive this. You know, I mean, it's just uh, these campaigns are constantly telling you that, that you're, you're, you're ruining your life, you're, you're destroying your health, you're, you're destroying the earth, uh, you know, whatever. It's, it, it just goes on forever and ever, all these, these campaigns that are intended, frankly, to scare you. Or how about the ones that make you, you know, they tell you you have to, today you have to eat walnuts and tomorrow you shouldn't eat walnuts. And uh, right, right. I mean, we, uh, we this, you know, don't drink soda pop, don't drink coffee, don't drink orange juice, whatever. So the you can go over to the website. It's Anxiety Center, one word, anxietycenter.com. You can also link over to Anxiety Center from karuba.com. And uh, it's an interesting site. It gets, oh, somewhere in the area of, 265 and 300,000 hits a month. Woo. So uh, a lot of people are, you know, looking around for some uh, documented, you know, stuff that's based in science, not in uh, hooey. And uh, that's hard to find these days. Cool. Well, when we come back, I want to talk about, you know, because we're talking about liking your work and being happy. I want to talk about this concept of Zen of optimism. Mm-hmm. And also, we need to still talk about the Internet and how it's transformed uh, public relations. So we will be right back with a word from our sponsor with Mr. Alan Karuba. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about the show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Cision's communication intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. 
listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Pettis. We've been speaking with Alan Karuba. You can find him at karuba.com. It sounds like a vacation site. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. We've been talking all about happiness, being happy in life, being happy in your work, skipping what was zippity-doo-dah, zippity-day. So um, <clears throat> one of the um, items that I found really compelling on karuba.com was the Zen of Optimism. So can you tell us what that's about? Well, it speaks to the fact that Americans are, by nature, uh, optimists. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it accounts for why we're risk-takers and, and why the economy, uh, if, <laughs> if the government would just leave it alone, uh, why the, we've, we've built such a great uh, economic power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, our optimism will get us through and out of this current recession. Mm-hmm. And, it has, uh, it has. and I think it's essential to be optimistic during these hard times. Uh, otherwise, uh, it, it'll, it's just too easy to throw in the towel and say, well, you know, the economy's awful and uh, life is awful and I'm, I'm out of a job. No, no, if you're out of a job, it just really all it means is that you've been given a, a new opportunity mm. to go either start your own business or, or go find a, a job you like even better. So how does that relate to the practice of PR? How does the Zen of Optimism, which we now we understand, how does that relate? You know, to PR is largely, uh, on its best merits, it's a, it's a boost, don't knock business. PR says, hey, look at what uh, this client is saying and doing and, and look at the, these products and why they can enhance your life. It, it's, a, it's essentially, at its best, it, it's a positive message. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, a lot of negative messages out there because that's the society we live in. A lot of people have uh, grievances of one sort or another. But uh, we tend to uh, gravitate toward uh, people who have a more positive message. And uh, So if you have a client um, and um, you are, let's say, pitching them to someone in the media mm-hmm. and you're getting sort of a naysayer response, they're like, you know, they've got the walls up, how do you use the Zen of Optimism to combat that? Well, usually I uh, I give them a third degree. I want to know why they're unhappy. <laughs> you know, what, what, what's wrong with this good story? What is it that you don't like? Uh, and you usually find that, uh, particularly in the media, they, they, they come with blinders off. The last thing we want to talk about, and it's, it comes up in almost every show, is all the new media, the Internet. And how has it transformed public relations, in your opinion? Uh, the Internet has completely transformed it. Uh, the, the bulk of, of PR is now being conducted on the Internet, and that includes having really good websites uh, for whatever business uh, or activity you're involved in. How hard was it for you? Because I'm not going to give your age away, but you mentioned... I'm old. You're not there, You're not a junior guy. No, I'm 71. Oh, he doesn't mind saying, well, you look fantastic, you sound fantastic. Um, I feel fantastic. <laughs> and you really do sound positive and happy and energetic. I, I am. I am. How do you stay current with, you know, because it's always constantly changing. It is I'll sort of a person's medium. I'll, I'll we'll round out this hour by telling you that one of my specialties these days, mm-hmm. after a long career in PR, is to help people become uh, pundits, pundits on the Internet. The Internet is, is eager and hungry for good content. Mm. And what I do nowadays is ghostwrite for leading executives and uh, entrepreneurs and uh, people who have well-established reputations, but don't have the time to uh, write uh, commentaries and op-eds and things of that sort. And uh, that means that I'm writing about cutting-edge issues and the hot-button issues, and it's tremendous fun for me. I uh, have a post up on my website, karuba.com, that talks about becoming an Internet pundit. I think this is really a great opportunity Right, if you've got good content and it's newsworthy, which goes back to our first point at the top of the show, right? I mean, you can't just be talking about nothing because then you get into the mishmash of the the rest of the internet. Well, you'll be you'll newsworthy. be ignored if you if you follow that. Uh, I mean, the media 
you know, they're not stupid. They know they presumably know a good story when they see one, particularly a controversial story when they see one. Right. So uh, it's important if you have opinions and those opinions are based on on experience and knowledge that you put them out there and let them be tested. Wow. And now, do you help your clients with? Um, posting them, and if they're yes, not... I do most of the dissemination myself. Wow, so that's how you've stayed current. That's and that's why you're so youthful. <laughs> well, you had to say. I'm, you had to say... Uh, you know, I, I come from a family of people who lived all, in, into their nineties. And it's amazing. And you were just telling me during the break, um, your mom was a famous, like way well, before. She was. Uh, she had reached time. international fame. This was, uh, you know, from the fifties and the sixties and seventies, but she. Uh, uh, achieved international fame as an authority on uh, gourmet uh, cooking and on uh, wines. Uh, she was recognized by France and Germany. And Wouldn't it have been great if the Cooking Channel was out during her day? Oh, she would have been terrific on the Cooking Channel. Yeah. But, uh, she was kind of pre-TV, although she did a little TV. Uh, she mostly was, became recognized for her books and, and for her, her teaching here in our home state in New Jersey. Oh, well, thanks for sharing that story. That's all the time we have left today. We did lose a couple minutes because of the, the technical difficulty. I just want to thank you so much for coming on. Alan Karuba, check him out at karuba.com, and that site links to all his other sites that he mentioned. I want to thank my sponsor, Cision. They are the leading global provider of media research, distribution, monitoring, and evaluation services. Thank my music um, theme composer, Doran Roberts Kettis. He is related to me. It's doranrk at yahoo.com. And my wonderful executive producer, John Missile. Don't forget to go to PR Insider and sign up for weekly reminders. This is your host, Maureen Kettis, and don't forget to relate to your public, whoever they may be. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.